0: Good morning, world. Another episode of Max Sports Sporting World News coming at you Monday through Friday. Today, I'm talking about my favorite team in the world, my Detroit Lions, but it's not a good reason. We'll start that today. We'll start the show with that today. Let's just go. So, like I said in the intro, it has come out that apparently several Detroit Lions players this offseason have been suspended for this upcoming regular season due to players betting within the facility. So, I'll explain what the rule is and then who got suspended for what. So, to start off, you, it is a rule like this is something you look over when you sign on the contract that you cannot participate in any sort of sports betting. While at team facilities. So, on top of it, you cannot bet on NFL games. If someone needs to be explained why an NFL player should not bet on NFL games, it's because it would ruin the integrity of the sport. Let's say I'm the Lions quarterback. I'm Jared Goff today. And you know what? I want a little bit of extra cash. What if I just throw a ton of money on the Lions to lose, and then I decide to take 10 sacks and throw five interceptions? You ruin the integrity of the game. So, no, obviously that is not an okay thing to do. Now, however, while some of the Lions players had been let go due to that, I believe it was C.J. Moore and Quintes Cephas. I don't know why I thought Cephas. That's how my brain always says his name. <laughs> anyway, so Quintes Cephas is gone. C.J. Moore is gone. They were suspended for a full year, and they were just flat-out cut by the Lions. And then you have Jamison Williams. Now, Jamison Williams was only suspended for six games. But he also decided to bet on games. Now, these weren't NFL games, though. These were college games. But he was doing it at the team facility. Now, two things can be right here, okay? One, it is a dumb rule by the NFL. It is a dumb rule. Why cannot uh, why can someone not bet on other sports at a team facility if they also can do it at home? I understand it, it doesn't make a ton of sense. So that, that can be true. Ding! But it can also be true that if it's in the closet, if it's in your contract, you shouldn't effing do it. Come on now. So Jameson Williams is supposed to be a staple on their wide receiver core next year. They drafted him traded up for him to, to hopefully be the number one wide receiver on their team next year. He had come off of a torn ACL in college, missed the first half of the season last year, and then never really fit into the system because they already had things rolling by the time he got there. Now, he still had some amazing plays, a, a big 40-yard touchdown. He played very good to start with with Detroit. And I think a lot of people thought that he was going to be able to step it up and do more this year. No, he will not be able to the first six games of the year. And there's several reasons why this frustrates me. I'll get into the reasons why for the season, and then I'll tell you why over this weekend. So, why am I upset about it for the regular season? Oh, a lot of Lions fans are like, relax, relax. Don't worry. Jamison Williams was gone, but we were winning without him. You can relax, dude. Relax. Okay. Lions fans only, do not tell me to relax about this. You just lost your star receiver for six more games in a year where the Packers are dead, the Vikings haven't improved, and the Bears are still in a rebuild. The division is for you to take easily. And on top of that, you have made... Winning moves all offseason, signing a Super Bowl-caliber safety in C.J. Gardner-Johnson, bringing in Emmanuel Mosley, bringing in David Montgomery. These are winning moves. These are division-winning moves, and you're deciding to just piss it all away right now. You need someone like Jamison Williams because now one of your biggest strengths on offense, which is having elite weapons all over at receiver, is now just Amon Ross St. Brown and a couple of good rotational pieces. You lost DJ Chark, and you traded away TJ Hawkinson last year. It is just St. Brown. So now he's going to be double teamed up the wazoo. And if anybody gets hurt, if Kali Freeman gets hurt, if Josh Reynolds goes down, if Marvin Jones gets hurt, you are screwed. A amazing amazing weapon that you had on your team in your wide receiver core is now your biggest liability. And again, Jared Goff is a solid quarterback, but you have seen the difference in him when he has weapons and when he does not. And when he does not, it is not a quarterback I want to see. So there is reason to panic. He's missing six games of the season. And while he has plenty of time to come back and ball out the second you know, the, the other two-thirds of the year, to me, I'm still frustrated about it. Because you know what killed the Lions last season? Everyone, they were America's team for a while last year. Oh, look at the underdogs. They, they're fighting up. They're beating teams that they weren't supposed to beat. They were the worst team for a while in the league. You want to know why they didn't make the playoffs? Their first six games of the league, of the season. They started one at five. So no slow starts. That's what I was sick about last year. Your slow starts costed you the playoffs last year, where you probably could have beaten one of the teams in the playoffs. And no, no, I'm not saying that this is the end of the world, but I'm sorry, I don't want to see another two and four start to the season. This is a team that has the division in their hands, and it's falling out of them before we even get to the preseason. Now, I don't think you need to panic. I've heard some people saying, "Oh, the Lions need to draft a receiver first overall, and we need to trade up for one." No, honestly, I still don't think you go receiver in the first round. But now, I honestly, I didn't think you really needed a receiver in the draft. Maybe if a guy fell that you liked, maybe you could have, maybe you could have gotten him. But now, now you know, receiver is definitely something you would probably like in the later rounds of the draft, just for depth, because you lost Cephas permanently he could have been at least a good depth piece and now you don't have jmo for six games and if st brown goes down you might as well just chalk everything up as a loss because i don't know who golf is going to throw to that is a meaningful weapon that can make plays and that's true and that's just absolutely heartbreaking now on top of this yes he apologized for the betting yes he said he learned from it so Yep, we move on, we move on. Apparently this weekend, though, there was a Ryan Garcia boxing match. And apparently, Minnie Pacquiao took the L on that one. I, I don't follow boxing, but Ryan Garcia was a big boxing star and he lost this weekend. Apparently, Jameson Williams was in Vegas at the event and was talking on Instagram Live about a large bet that he had placed on it. Huh. Hmm. Do we get the Jeopardy music to, to help me think about what the issue is here? Hmm. The fact that he's bragging about a bet days after losing. What? How much of his salary due to sports betting? I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> How ironic is is it that you have just lost six weeks worth of a first-round draft pick salary because of your sports betting? You clearly don't see that, but you think it's okay to brag about you winning a sports bet? Do you realize your biggest loss as a sports bet is betting on the fact that you wouldn't get caught and you did? He will have lost more money from sports betting because you did it. Not because you won or lost. I don't care if you do sports betting. I don't care if you win. I don't care if you lose. You have lost more of your money because you lost your NFL contract. You lost six weeks worth of salary. I'm losing my breath doing this. My throat is just absolutely running dry today. I don't know if it's just spring allergies or if I'm getting a cold or something. But my goodness. Yep. Let's brag about, oh, yeah, I want to bet you. Vegas. That doesn't mean anything. You lost it. Like it'd be the equivalent of a guy losing his job but winning on a scratch off. Oh, you won 50 bucks, but you lost your your you lost your main source of income. Gosh. So I wasn't worried about it then, because I understand the whole fan duel thing, betting on college games, I wasn't too worried about it. But the fact that Hours after you get suspended, you decide to go out to Vegas. And I'm not upset that he goes to Vegas and watches the fight. Honestly, it's not against the rules if you go out there, you place some bets on a fight that you already had tickets for, and you have fun out in Vegas. But the fact that you had the audacity to go on social media, and I have checked Jamison Williams' Instagram right now, and there's a lot of fans just asking him, WTF, don't need to explain that one to you. WTF, what are you doing? And he has the audacity to go on Instagram Live and talk about sports betting. Why? So I'm losing my sanity over here as a Lions fan that feels like we've had the best offseason in my lifetime and it is slowly just being wasted. Because again, you have CJ Gardner-Johnson for one year guaranteed. You don't have him for four years. You don't have him for three years. You have him for one. And now his one year here potentially will be without Jamison Williams for six of those games. God. A year where you have two first-round draft picks, you made so many big moves, and now one of your staples on offense is gone. Yes, he will be back. Yes, receivers can be divas, but I am worried about this now. I am worried because this is the second time in three days where sports betting is an issue where it just doesn't seem to be clicking. And I love I love his potential as a player. I love Jameson Williams' breakaway speed. I love the fact that he's just a dynamic weapon. Like I love Amon Ross St. Brown, but when I watch Jamison Williams play, I think he has even more potential. And we're missing out about missing out on it again. And it'd be more frustrating if it'd be more frustrating if it was really a situation where or it'd be less frustrating if it was an injury issue, if he just couldn't stay healthy and get on the field. Because he's not doing anything. But the betting and the fact that he goes out and starts talking about betting, like does he not have a PR staff or did someone not tell him, hey, What the heck are you doing? Why are you talking about this? You can go to Vegas. You can enjoy your fight. You can go bet. Shut the hell up about it. Do not post anything about it. It looks awful. It's the equivalent of a guy who's getting in trouble by drinking and alcohol issues. And then next thing you know, he's like, oh, rehab, rehab helped me out a lot. I apologize for everyone that I hurt. And then next weekend, he's doing shots. Like, It's absolutely frustrating. So this is my final proposition on what the Lions do to fix the Jamison Williams situation. There's one move, and I I will say this. There's two players. I was talking about this the other day uh, with my dad, but there are two players that I could think of draft night that could be traded, and if if one doesn't get traded, I think they get cut. So first things first, Dalvin Cook. We're talking about some draft stuff for a little bit. Dalvin Cook. I think the aging quarterback or quarterback, wow, dropped the ball there. Running back. The aging running back from Minnesota will be moved in the draft probably for a later round pick. or if that doesn't happen, don't be surprised if Dalvin Cook is cut by the by the end of draft. like once all the rookie contracts are signed, I know he's a great star, he's a big name for the Vikings, but he's getting very old and he's getting very expensive. And as Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook all get older, you saw it happen to Adam Thielen, eventually they're going to have to cut some guys and move on from them to bring in the next wave of Vikings players. Because they haven't been able to get past the wild card round with this current core, I doubt that they're going to be able to every year where they get more expensive and older. Here's a name. I think, could be traded on draft night. Not Aaron Rodgers, not Lamar Jackson, but T. Higgins. Now, why do you think that? Well, T. Higgins is due for a contract extension next year. But there are two bigger-named players that are also in need of a contract extension soon. One of those would be Joe Burrow. Another one of those would be Jamar Chase. If they want to keep both of them, they probably will most likely have to give Jamar Chase maybe 20, $24 million, $25 million a year. I don't even know who the, uh, the highest paid receiver is. They, they, they're they going to have to give, they'll probably have to make him the highest paid receiver in the NFL. And then when it comes to Joe Burrow, they're probably going to have to make him the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. And so who could be the odd man out T Higgins? If they, if they sign all three of those guys to max deals, they will not have any money to put anywhere else on the team. You lost half your secondary. I mean, you lost Jesse Bates, Von Bell and Eli Apple. Your team's going to be getting older. There's people that are going to want extensions and deals. And this team didn't make it over. They didn't make it to the, they didn't make it to the Super Bowl last year. So, There are better rosters than theirs out there. And I think that there are still holes on that Bengals team that could use some filling. I think they need some more depth at guard. I think they could maybe use another running back, knowing that they lost Samajé Purine. I think they need some defensive line help. They have some good linebackers, but now their secondary is a big risk. I don't think signing T. Higgins to a super deal is going to be a thing. So I think what they could do is maybe move up in the draft by trading T Higgins, a guy that's on a 1-year deal, to a team that wants to sign him to a huge extension. An example I think of is kind of like the AJ Brown trade last year where the Eagles move uh their first one of their first round picks for AJ Brown. I think it would be a great uh, a great decision for for the Bengals to do mainly do the fact that you can get assets to build so you get you know you trade your pick then you have two first round pick or your player you have two first round picks for trading T Higgins and then you can address your secondary holes by maybe taking a corner by adding depth to your offensive line whatever whatever you want to do with them but then you have two picks and that gives you a lot more uh, young talent to bring in and put around Joe Burrow as he gets more expensive now if you don't believe that that's a good idea I I I think it is good, but I also think it's good for whatever team would pick up T. Higgins. I'm telling you right now, I'm not saying it just because of this, but I think the Lions would be a great fit for it. They lost DJ Chark, their big-bodied X receiver that you could throw the ball to and you could catch him 50-50 balls, and Jamison Williams is out. Chances are you're not going to be getting an elite receiver at pick 18. There's really only three or four elite receivers in this draft that I think have first-round grades. And I don't want five foot nine Zay Flowers. Sorry. So you could get the bigger target in T Higgins, maybe for pick 18. And then the Lions have the most cap room out of all of the NFL next season. Why don't you sign him to a big extension? Uh you know, you could sign him to a big extension. You have all the cap room. And then he's a big piece on your team. Then you have Saint Brown, you have J-Mo and you have Higgins. That way, if one of them goes down or one of them gets suspended for being a diva, then you still have two elite weapons. I think this would be a great move. I would love to see if the Lions could do it on draft night. I don't know if T. Higgins is available, but again, don't be surprised if it happens. He's a big star. I'll be honest, T. Higgins is probably a number one receiver on every team except Cincinnati and maybe Miami because of Tyreek Hill and and, and uh, Jamar Chase, but there are very few receivers that are really better than him. He's a great deep threat guy. So I would love to see my Lions do it if he was available. I would be fine with them trading a fir- uh, their later first round pick for it. And I, I think T. Higgins could be on the move, and I think it fixes their wide receiver problems. So I know we've been all over the place with this one. Obviously, you probably loved my Lions rant to start the, the morning. That's a... Great way of getting things started. But I. what do you think about it? I, I'll i be talking about it in my Facebook comments if you want to add into it. I've heard some people talking about it um, amongst the Facebook fan page. But for me, again, it's a stupid rule by the NFL. I think it's dumb, especially if it's just college games. I understand NFL games, so hear me out on that. I understand betting on NFL games. We don't want a bunch of Pete Roses around here for the NFL – If they lose their integrity of the game being fake and have that happen, the whole league will fall apart. I get why they do that. But for college games, I think that's kind of stupid if you ask me. Now, it is stupid, but it is their rule. And I'm sorry, but if Spotify came to you right now and said, you know, Max, we want you to be the face of Spotify podcasting. We want to sign you to a deal to exclusively stream for us. Remove your Apple podcasts. Um, thing and just you know be a partner through us and we will give you a contract for it. If they had the fine print saying like, hey, don't don't work with other content uh, that would be abolishing your contract or breaking the rules, I wouldn't do it. I don't I do this for fun right now, hoping that I can grow this into something more uh, eventually. I don't, you know, but if someone came to me with a contract where this becomes my livelihood, I wouldn't be jeopardizing it by doing stupid stuff like Jameson Williams. So I think there is a bit of immaturity there. Who knows? I mean, I can only say that I'm the same age as Jameson Williams. He's a young kid. He's 22. I'm 22. Maybe if I had all of the the stuff he had, maybe it would just go to my head and I'd make same stupid decisions. Who knows? But... As long as that, you know, I as long as I don't, I really can't speak for him. You know, I'm I'm losing my train of thought today just because of how frustrating this is. The first time in maybe a decade, I've been excited for this Lions season, and now it's going to be without our star receiver for the first third of it, which means probably by week eight he'll be back into the system, or week nine because I don't know when our bye week is going to be. It's going to be about half of the year, let's be honest. By the time he gets back into the swing of things, it is just so frustrating. And the fact that he goes out on IG Live, I mean, that just shows immaturity. I don't care. And again, he didn't break rules with Instagram Live. He said he was betting. He said he won a big bet going to a boxing match in Vegas. Again, it doesn't look good. It is not. He didn't get in trouble. It's not like he's doing something illegal, but it's showing an immaturity. Now, there's worse things that he could be doing speeding, DUIs, domestic violence, all of this kind of stuff. It's not like he is the worst person in the world. Let's be honest now. But he is making mistakes that is costing him the ability to, one, make money in the league, and two, you know, really make an impact on a team that is looking to do something really special next year. So. With that being said, that is the end of Max Sports Monday. Very energetic in the first half. My voice is absolutely dead today. So hopefully you have a great start to your week. Start off your Monday well. Start off with Max Sports. So take care. Have a good one.